1: Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So, the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See McDonald's.com.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minutes of injury time. injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in, and Almunia saves again. And now what?
4: Good evening, everybody. Hope you're well. I hope you're somewhere where you're getting warmer, because it really ended up being quite cold. But after a, a few weeks of interesting ranges of performances, we at least picked up three points tonight, and it was a bit of a gold bonanza. I'm trying to work out quite how I felt about the game, because it seemed uh, bizarrely short on on quality in some areas, but uh, both sides were prepared to have a a ding dong against one another. And, uh, and, and and certainly we worked, we worked very hard. Did we work very sensibly on occasions? The, uh, the second goal uh, the West Brom second goal, which kind of let them back in, uh, was certainly self-inflicted. But uh, lots of people saying, and I haven't seen it, so anybody who's seen it and wants to come on and let me know, looked like it was uh, it was <coughs> it looked like it was potentially offside. So that would be interesting to hear. So three two, Ken Semmer, probably the star of the show, but it'd be interesting to see what everybody else thinks. I'd also like to know from people what do they think this means for the run-in? not just this game but we've seen a performance against Burnley which was a sucker punch today we've we've seen the other side of it what do we think about the performance what do we think about the work rate what do we think about the players who are making the starting 11 and kind of staying on for the duration the whole games each time what do we think about the subs that are being made etc but let's look at it from a point the fact that we've got three points we've kept in touch with that with that lot up top uh, let's start with Sean uh, and then Darren I just see you there I'll come across to you very shortly but uh, Sean slash Charlie slash Amersham KFC. How are you doing?
0: Very well, very well. Sadly, KFC's shut. We're not going to get there. But um, oh. it's all right, we uh, we spe- we spent twenty quid on two pies, um, and some and, and some Doritos. I never never knew we did a uh, hot Mexican Doritos for six pound in the uh, in in the keel. <laughs> what an absolute bargain that is!
4: How can they do it and yet make a profit? It seems odd, doesn't it? Isn't
0: it? when it's all coming out of a blue stripe bag. Anyway, anyway, do you know what? I, I've, already, I've already, seen on, um, on, on uh, well, yeah, on the other ones that um, we were. It was chaos, and there was uh, no structure, no coaching, and discipline, etc. I thought, I, I thought all in all, it was, it was a lot better. Um, a lot of people are going to say we passed it around at the back aimlessly, and we just went side to side with. Got no creativity, and do you know what we did. But actually, those two centre backs we have been crying out for for years, absolute years. And I know that um, they've they made a couple of mistakes and got mugged once or twice or whatever. But do you know what? They we've been dying for for two um, shit houses uh, in the middle at the back. They, there isn't the creativity in front. God knows how we uh, we miss loser and needed loser in the middle. You're going to have to. Did, did we really take off Kone and bring on Bakuna?
5: We did, yeah. No, I
0: can understand why, and it's probably in the same logic, that you would bring on an extra defender instead of a striker to try and um, not concede in the last few minutes. But you can't bring the shit ones on. Because-
4: <laughs> I, <laughs> I was sat next to Justin, and I think I said uh, words almost very very similar to that, and then I sat there and watched Bakuna, and he, he occupies a space. And 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 that's all I've got. That's all I've got. But in fairness, you know, and it's it's a game where we've picked up the three points, which which, let's be, I'll be honest, we we desperately needed in terms of points. We've had lots of games where we haven't picked up the points, and we've kind of d- done strange post mortems. I found it a strange game, but it, at, at least when we started to go forward, especially in the second half, there seemed to be a little be- bit of belief that something might happen, um, but. It, 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 for me, it was mainly that that kind of determination of Ken Semmer that, that seemed to do that. And I was I was just shocked when he got taken off. I don't know if he got a knock or anything. It just seemed an odd one to me. What, what were your thoughts on the on the sub changes? Again, today?
0: yeah, absolutely. I thought um, I would have Conate uh, um, blessed him. He did put in a shift, but he's not quite there. He's not quite right. There was a couple of times where we broke and we were there and we were ready, and he just didn't, he didn't pass it. There was yeah. a few times he passed it sideways. He needed to come up. We were begging for a bit of loser creativity there, just to swing the ball a bit quicker, and he brought the the wrong person on. Sam, I listen. I love, I love him at pieces because he is spit and sawdust hard work. He isn't mm-hmm. the best. We know he's not. He he really didn't want to use the Morris on an overlap or anything tonight. He he, he turned him down a lot especially laying the ball back. But you know what? The man, you got two goals and he'll probably be our man of the match. But I, I would, and I really would like to give a massive shout out to Morris because, again, yes. I know yes. there was a couple of little, you know, the accidental nutmeg or whatever, crumbs that boy out of good
4: game tonight. Well, he was up against, uh, I mean, when we did a preview show, Brom didn't actually show up, so yeah. we called him the star man and nobody was there to tell us that he wasn't, so that'll do us, but Jed, Jed Wallace has been, he absolutely tormented Ken Semmer uh, at wingback when we played up there, second game of the season. And Wallace had a... Okay, he had a couple of deliveries in, but he had a good game against him. I thought defensively he worked like a Trojan. But what I like about Morris is his use of the ball. When we've got Kamara there... Yeah, yeah. And when we've got Kamara there, and this isn't having a go at him... And to me, Kamara is, is, is yes, he can play a left wing back because he can get right up, you know, right up the byline. Lots and lots and lots. Well, Morris is starting to do that. He's really seen to find his his fitness, his form and his confidence. But his use of the ball is, is really something. And it stands out in a team... That I don't think, and when it comes to Kone, for example, I don't think we have many good decision-makers. It's, it's, you know, you've got the ball, you've got the technique, you wouldn't be on the pitch if you didn't even at least have the technique. Do, do you but think that the, the decisions their, just seem to be do odd. Do you
0: think that's their individual decision-making, or do you think sometimes they are hesitant because they're being told to keep the ball and spread it wide or look switch or something? Because sometimes it does look like we try and go, and we put our foot on it and just go, no, we need to keep hold
4: of it. I think we're at that point of the season where we are running on fumes and muscle memory. Yes. I don't think I don't think it's now is the time for any great tactical innovations because they're just they're just kind of it, it's too late. It's just keep going, keep going, keep going. In the same way as you saw, you saw Vincent Company. Uh, last week and even on Saturday against Luton anybody who watched them against Luton I did you know he's just, he all he's doing is he's kind of going no keep going keep going keep going I, I I don't think there is any tactical innovation that when you get the ball in this position these players make this run he drops deep and he makes a, a, a run in we never see a third man run beyond beyond Keenan Davis or we very very no, I, rarely do from midfield I mean, there's, one, there's
0: um, one point I just want to point out there, and whilst obviously Pedro is our best player, he's class, I love watching him pick the ball up, I love watching him glide sideways, look to just shift the man, it's great, but when he comes back deep to take that ball off the midfielder, obviously he leaves his pocket open, so when he does grab it, there is no one in front of him, and a couple of times tonight, he comes back into the midfield, Kone has passed it three foot sideways to him, and he turns, and you're thinking... Well, yes, mate, there is no one now because you've come out of that forward space. You would love to have someone running into it, but our players do not do that. And so you're kind of thinking that Kone needs to be the one there making them decisions and looking for you rather than you coming and just simply, you know, two men in, in, in the space of a foot. The second one, I think tonight's win has, has, has brought Village to the end of the season. I, I, I really I really do. I think that's... That's en- that's enough now with the players coming back, but we'll, we'll see him till the end. Good. We, we were asked
4: this week: did did we want Bilic uh, to be to, to be kept there? Um, we went, well, yeah, of course we do. We want anybody to do well enough to keep to keep in post. And we've had so much churn and change and, and revolution that just sometimes your head and stop spinning would be a nice thing for me. Let's hope he does, but let's hope he kind of can can drag us forward and create some momentum in the same way. The only thing I can remember was, is that run in 99 where, you know, with with so many games to go, we suddenly caught a breath and, and got some momentum. And with the fitness of the players, or rather the players coming back in and hopefully gaining not just match, uh, or not just getting on the pitch, but gaining match fitness, we might get somewhere, but... Did we see it tonight? No, I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was a testimony to to how odd the championship is, personally. But it comes down to those moments, and we we got we got the goals. Uh, Sean, I'm going to go on to because uh, uh, we've got lots of callers uh, wanting to come in. Thank you, you as go. ever. Uh, there he goes. Hope he can manage to get. To- oh yeah, okay. It was a funny old game. It was. Uh, it, it was. It just seemed chaotic. I know it sounds odd. It it felt to me like there was very little. Pattern to the game, other than random chaos. How did it? How did it appear to you, sir?
3: I thought it was a classic championship game, and uh, you know, I know people might put me down for this, but I actually love the championship. I think the football is is. Uh... It's more grassroots football. I guess I have a more romantic image of football because I support Watford and watched them as a kid. I'm not really uh, – let's, let's be honest, the Premier League is a global league and it's, it's got fans all over the world, but I think the championship football is more about grassroots, each town supporting its local team, and that game today was a great example of why I love the championship because it was attacking football. Now, uh, there's, there's just a couple of points I want to raise. About today, João Pedro was captain. I'm just wondering what we what we need is a Troy Deeney. I don't think any I don't think anyone's going to argue that we need some leadership on the field and someone to take this club to the next level. Is João Pedro that person?
4: Uh, I, I would rather he be concentrating on his game and the creativity than the responsibility of leading the club from the or leading the team from the front. Deeney had a, a physicality that allowed him to. To do that, I don't think Yao's necessarily got that. Um, no, my my shout would be Porteous. Who would you be think might be a better uh, kind of uh, candidate for it?
3: Honestly, I haven't seen anyone come in that shows those leadership qualities that that we need. I think um, Cleverly was great, but I think we'll all agree that Cleverly is just about the end of his career. So yeah. the jury's still out on that one. Um, the other the other point I just wanted to raise was I loved Semmer's work rate tonight. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, um, The defense. The defence is looking so much better and I thought of something the other day. It was only 2 years ago that we had the best defence in the whole of the UK. Do you remember that in the championship?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: It was rock solid and we had a better rate than any other club in Britain and we've gone so far backwards but I think I'm starting to see improvements now in the defence. Um and I also want to put things into perspective. I knew these 3 games would be would would be season defining for us. We had Burnley, West Brom and we have got Sheffield next. Yep. Um we've already got a draw, which we should have won, and we've already and we've put three goals at home against West Brom. I think we're now primed to to to, to give Sheffield United a spanking because I think we're playing finally mm. some good football. Whether it's good enough to get it into the playoffs, I don't know. I think um, I think Middlesbrough are being a sort of sewing up that last spot personally, but I'll be happy to stay in the Championship for a couple more years just to build a team that is capable of competing in the Premier League and not get smacked week in week out. Lovely stuff. I like this very much. I like any enthusiasm. I, it
4: felt a little bit to me. I know, and people will remember the Reading game where I kind of came back and went. I, I, I'm not sure if I've enjoyed what I've seen or not, and it, I did because obviously we won. And you know, there's there's all of that with it, but it, it still felt like we were shooting ourselves in the foot, offsides notwithstanding. Where you were watching it, did they did they make a call on the offside for the for
3: for West Brom's second goal? No, they didn't make much, much, much news of it at all. I, oh. I was, I was, I was really surprised. I could clearly see it was offside from my perspective, but you know, um, would we rather have VAR back? That's the big oh, question.
4: Oh, no, oh, you've you've won the argument with that. Sorry, that's yeah. that's 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 game set and soldiers as far as I'm concerned. No, VR, yeah. VAR is is evil that has been sent from Luton to spoil football. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> <laughs> it at can come always- from nowhere else
3: um it's good to see uncle rons here i'm all, i'm always keen on uncle rons perspective um i know he might say billich out but billich can only work with the um with the tools he's given and i i, th- I think the last three games have really seen an improvement in watford where it takes us i don't know but i think we're building something here finally
4: well we've had we've had a lot of games this season where we thought that the 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 opposition have turned up and worked hard, and we haven't. We have worked hard there. I, I do question. I do question yeah. the, the quality of it. But as you quite rightly say, it's a championship game, and would you rather have VAR? You win. You all bets are off at that point. I think he's won that, Justin. Don't you think? Hello. I would. I, I'd take anything. I'd take anything over VAR. Uh, personally. Yes, yes.
1: Me too. H- hello, Darren. Um, it was. It's, it's interesting you say about Jao as captain, because I, I think I said that to you at the beginning of the match, didn't I, Peter? You did, I you think did. I said I wasn't convinced about him um, as captain. There's also been a couple of comments put in uh, to the chat where the, it does show that that second goal is offside. Um, there's a couple of steals from the match there, so check those out. I think tonight's victory came down to our um, lucky charm being there, Peter. I, I can't see any other, any other reason why that was a 3-2 to Watford. It could have gone either way. I think it was just because Ben was there that
4: we got the win, to be honest, but... Uh... <laughs> Yes yes the the championship uh, YouTuber uh, Mr Benjamin Bloom was there and we're we're going to be raising money uh, not just for a season ticket, but basically for a chair that we can basically tape him to, so he can't <laughs> leave for home games. He's been to five. We've won all yeah. five. Um, so Ben, Ben, if you're listening, t- 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 stay away if you know what's good for you. But you're welcome back anytime. We'll get Absolutely. you in. Absolutely, Darren. D- Darren, you think we're gonna? We, you think we're gonna give um, some problems to Sheffield United? What was your take on Keenan Davis up front? Because sometimes playing that single player up front in the middle is a thankless task. How did it come across on on the TV?
3: To be honest, I think I think Keenan Davis is struggling and needs to get his confidence back. I think. I mean, I've always um, Sarr sort of redeemed himself again today by getting a goal. I've been I've been more. I think I'm at the point now. I want Sarr to go, but then he goes and scores a goal and then you forgive that. But I think Keenan Davis is only as good as as the support he gets. And when loser comes on, what a difference he can make to the team. I'm just I'm just looking forward to when he can play ninety minutes and get some decent delivery in there.
4: Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Darren, sir, I don't know what time it is over there. It must be halfway through the morning or something strange.
3: It is it 20 to 9 in the morning. Luckily, I'm working from home, so don't tell my boss I've been listening to the podcast, but love the show, guys. All the best to Watford fans around the world. We're always with you.
4: Thanks, Darren. There you go uh, Darren, top man. There goes Darren. Australia. He, he's 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 basically in charge of Australia as far as we're concerned. Um, which is which is which <laughs> is good. The, uh,
1: when's we, the forty-eight we, hour trip from uh, wherever you are to
4: Watford, then, Darren? That's what we need to know. Oh. Oh, oh, is is Darren's Darren? Darren I've just taking him off of off of the voicemail. No, you could 48 hour wow. trip. Now you could you can be you can be in for coaxing the likes of Jimmy Pesto across. I grant <laughs> you that. Now that's a possibility. But Australia, Australia might be a whole different <laughs> hill of beans. But speaking about Jimmy Pesto, oh we got a spinning wheel of death. Have we got Jimmy Pesto? Have we got Nickel Chris with us here?
6: Hey. Guys hit the mic hey, button. P. Hey yeah. What's going on? Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. That was uh something, wasn't
4: it? <laughs> it it was a shame obviously when you came across we didn't get three points, but um you know you seem to you seem to get everything else that there was to be going. So that's all good. That's all good. Yeah, we sure did. We got into it, didn't we? What? <laughs> Naughty boy. But, but oh no, that that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it. So look here we are, jumping from Australia to, to, to the US via Croxley Green, which is where I am. Kind of, what can you say? Sydney, Virginia, Crocsy, Grit, it just doesn't work on any level. How did, what did you think of, uh, of, of first of all, the Burnley game? Because we didn't chat about that. What was your thoughts at the end of that? And then do you think we've built on that tonight or what What were your thoughts?
6: Yeah. Uh, I mean, like last two, so Burnley, pleasantly surprised, picked up a point against the top side. And then again tonight, another, you know, playoff contender, picking up points. I don't hate any of these results. Uh, we're picking up more than I thought we would, but Pete, like, are we a good team or not? Like, I just don't know yet.
4: I still don't think we do know. I still don't think we do know. We, if, uh, we were talking uh, to Sean and I was just saying about decision-making and patterns of, you know, and runs and where you get the ball into a certain area, uh, you know, who's going to do what and everything still feels impromptu. Everything still feels spontaneous and made up on the spot and don't get me wrong there is always a part in football where the individual player it comes down to his decision making what he sees what's going on it can't all be pre-scripted otherwise it can be stopped equally as well but some level of understanding of the ball is here and this is where we're going to go because that way you understand i've got the ball here that's those are my options that i'm expecting and we don't seem to have that in the final third of the field. We we seem to have quite a lot of it from young Morris today, giving, giving options to Ken, but, uh, but him, him not electing to do it. And in the middle, I think loser might give us something back because, because uh, young Kone, who made you cry uh, young Kone is
7: uh, he, he's
4: yeah. He's got a little weight. He's got a little way to go. He's still very young and he's still very early on in the, in the program.
6: Yeah, we are a far better side with loser. He is, has that attacking mind. He's always looking up the field to put the ball in play to somebody, but yeah, today, I mean, just another one of those. I mean, I've never seen so many players on the same side run into each other. I mean, watching on TV, I, they just kept bundling each other over and over. I've never seen anything like it. And so to your point, Pete, like there's not that level of uh, telepathy yet that we need to see from the side where they are kind of figuring out and knowing who's going to make the run. I mean, even in the pregame before kickoff, Gaspar and Sar are talking strategy. Right, It's like right there on TV. I'm like watching this. I'm like, yeah. did they not talk in the, in, before the game? Could you not organize this before you right. came? <laughs> yeah. so it's, so so it's just flashes of that that just scare me with these guys. But look, we have the quality players uh, over most sides that we're going to run into, if not all of them. And it's time for them to put their foot down. These are the games where we step up. Uh, like I think I said a couple of weeks ago, we lose trap games. Games where we should win on paper. We lose them. We stink against crap sides and against good sides. We step it up. I'm glad to see that they're putting that in. We just need to keep that rolling. And you know what? This is the kind of team that can make a little run. Don't put it past them. I know I'm negative right now, but we look, we have three points against the top side. We should be happy. And I am
4: good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we recorded uh, last night, the preview show with uh, Sheffield United, which will be out on, uh, which will be out on Wednesday. And, we're looking at Sheffield United and going, oh, crikey, they're second and it's going to be... We should go into that with some, with some feeling of confidence because doing otherwise is silly, um, but also because the fact that they are absolutely bricking it. They are really, really frightened about, oh, you know, we've lost two on the spin. You know, they've the, uh, and it's... It's really, really worrying for them. Middlesbrough, they've lost to. They they know that they're breathing down their necks. They then lost to Millwall. Well, we know what that's like, but they're really, really they're going to be jittery. They're going to be yeah. jittery as well. And we've got to go and impose on them if we possibly can. I think, um, what, what would you, what would, you, what would your uh, forecast be for, uh, for, for the weekend, Away to the second spot Sheffield United. Yeah.
6: It's a tough one this weekend. Sheffield's on tired legs, right? Wrexham put him into a home away, which was shocking, but we need to, we need to go in hard. Uh, I got it right today over two and a half and Watford to win. So that was a nice one, but, I think... Oh, well done. uh, You know, always the optimist on this one. I think we're going to go 2-1. It's a tough call. That is a ballsy prediction out there. But I think we'll take some points. Very
4: good. Very good.
6: Very good. Well, let's hope that that's the case. Let's hope that that's the case. So
4: I do have to ask one question. Was it you or your brother who had the mother of all hangovers when he was
6: flying back? Oh, Pete. Well, who was it? Come on, you're talking Was off- it was it Chris? Uh, it, was, it was my brother Nick, you're, It was Nick you're talking It was Nick, Nick the young <laughs> the young lad doesn't know what to, how to handle himself. You were talking to the crafty vet here, and P. for anyone that met me on Saturday, well just remember, like, I need you all to step up because when I die, I'm going to be canonized. You all saw a miracle. <laughs> who can drink like an absolute dick all day? And walk, wake up at 6 in the morning, jump onto an eight-hour flight, and be good as – it. like, I could have gone again, I felt like. That was a once-in-a-decade performance. My memorial will be at the foot of the Holy Rood. You can come see me there. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I pulled that one off, but look at me go.
4: Fantastic stuff! Fantastic stuff. We, we now the the final question, and then I'm going to let you get away to to your day and all these sort of things. But the, we, we saw we saw the photograph of uh, of, of somebody resplendent resplendently wearing the Watford shirt, yeah. who I believe had had previous Everton
6: sympathies. Have, have we converted him, and what more do we need to do to make sure it's permanent? All right. So we did. There was two mass con- two conversions this week. So the pictured gentleman. Is a doctor that I'm working with in North Carolina. He's an Arsenal fan, but he's a Nigerian international, loves the Nigerian footballers, loves that Watford has so many West African footballers. And so I had met with him the week before I went, said, I'm going to get you a kit. He laughed. I met with him. He was so, he was kind of cold to me all the whole meeting. And I said, I got a gift for you. I pulled out the kit. He jumped up like a schoolboy. He ripped his mask off, took the white coat, threw it on the floor, and put the kit on. So that's one conversion. Super happy there you he go. Wants to come over next year. And then we had my buddy over last week from DC. He's the Everton fan uh, this past weekend. Gave him his kit. I think we got him. He's playing it cool. Adam, I know you're listening because he listens to all this. You're coming over. Come on, call in. Tell them you're on their side. The Golden Boys. Here we are. Come on, Adam.
4: You know you want to. You know you want to. Look at this. Look at this. We are we are trying to spread the good word throughout the world because, hey, why should we just suffer in WDAT? Why can't we just spread it around the world? And there we go. Nick and Chris came, in, uh, came over. And, uh, guys, have a great day. Thank you so much. Look forward to hearing from you, hopefully, after the... Uh, after after the Sheffield United triumph that is almost inevitable now that you've forecasted a 2-1 uh, a 2-1 win. We're going to go to some more international callers, but first of all, let's go somewhere, probably up the A41. Um, Mr. Wendover Horn, Greg, let's go a bit local. Um, how are we doing there? Hello, Pete. How are you doing? How are you doing? Are you travelling or have you pulled over?
8: I've pulled over because you don't like my road noise, so I've I've pulled over.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, I I will thank you on behalf of everybody else. Thank you very much. For that. What, what what were your thoughts tonight, sir?
8: Oh, Pete, that was never in any doubt, was it? <laughs>
4: That's exactly what I was saying to Dan when that
8: happened. I said, "Don't worry, don't worry, we'll get the next one." Yeah, yeah. I, I feel I feel emotionally drained. You know, we've got the three points, all 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 good on that. We had our luck, but we also had our bad luck as well. I've seen, um, I've seen their second goal on uh, on on my phone, and you don't even need a camera to 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 say that was offside, way, way offside. But we had a bit of luck. We we had a bit of luck as well, didn't we, Pete? So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy.
4: Yeah. So, what do you think? Um, and I'm not. You know, we've got the goals. We've we've got the win. We've got the points. What do you think was missing tonight from the starting eleven that could be changed for uh, for for Saturday at Sheffield United to help us out? Bearing in mind it's an away game, we might want to counter attack We might want to keep the ball. I don't know. What what would you change to? Uh, you know, for, for the game on Saturday.
8: Two words: Imran loser. In four? got a got to, got to start him got to start him uh probably Kone Kone played well today i thought uh well did he play well he wins the, he does all the hard work kone does all the mm-hmm. hard work wins the ball then his decision making is poor, but he's a young lad. He's a young lad that's been thrust in. I think we we will have a player there. There's there's development in him, but I, I'd 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 go on the front foot. Uh, he's obviously managed loser today by not giving him too many min- minutes. Uh, let's start him on Saturday. Let's start loser on Saturday. I've been critical of the boy Morris in the past, and I'll take that back tonight. I thought. That was a very good, not wing-back performance. That was a very, very good, old-fashioned full-back performance. He got up occasionally, but what I did like, and I was right sort of in line with him, the way he moved, his use of his, of his body when he's defending and adjustments and so forth. I, I was uh, yeah, full play, full play to Morris. Also, the, the much belay Mario Gaspar didn't have a bad game. Fair play to Mario Gaspar. And you know, it's been said before. Ken Semmer, I've said it before. If you're going into the, you, you'd want him, you'd want him in the trenches with you because he gives you a hundred and ten percent. Never stops, never stops working. Uh, I don't think he had a knock, Pete. I think. Um, that Slav managing him for, uh, for for Saturday, yeah. Look, we weren't we weren't great, but neither were they. We've got the three points, and uh, I'm off to Sheffield. I think we can get at them, and uh, I think we could come away with with three points.
4: So you're taking you're taking some confidence out of tonight just from the result. Uh, do you think? Do you think the the result? matches the performance in order to take the confidence or just just think that's the missing part of the jigsaw over the last what five or so games that we've, we've been getting the draws, but we just need to get those end results because Slavan said in the Watford Observer under the ex- excellent Andrew French, players are fit now, it's time to score goals and they've got to do it.
8: And in fairness, we did score goals, so yeah, well, we had we had second half certainly, we had we had more shots, and there's an old saying in there, uh, you buy a ticket for the raffle and you've got a chance of winning you know we had more pops at goal so uh, mr sitter there who there was an immaculate save by their their keeper can't remember who that who that was from absolutely outstanding save in the second half yeah we we weren't great tonight were we but we did enough to win i think we did enough to win and if west brom are another team that are in the mix They didn't impress me that greatly, if I'm honest with you. And, um, yeah, if we got them in the playoffs, I I I think we'd do them.
4: Mm, Very good, very good.
8: Right, guys,
4: one thing I do want to ask is, what do we think about Dan Backman's performance tonight? Because, obviously, there was the goal conceded where we've kind of doing this kind of playing it short and trying to drag people forward. But he also made two or three outstanding saves what are what are our thoughts on on, on Backman's performance today? And it doesn't have to be one thing or the other; it can be balanced. What do you think about Dan uh, out of ten today?
8: My opinion of Dan Backman will never change. Uh, I've said it to you before. I've said it to Carl. I've said it to Justin. He's a great shot stopper. Great. He's a very. He's probably one of the best shot stoppers in the division. Does he command his box? No. Is his his kicking was better tonight than it was at Burnley? But is his kicking great? No. Yeah, that's that's my opinion on Backman. Uh, outstanding shot stopper. Yeah, he, he, outstanding shot yeah. stopper that doesn't command his box enough for me. He made a couple of decent saves tonight. There was a
1: couple of um pretty fierce shots at goal that he parried away. So <laughs>
8: Yeah, 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 I think you're right. He, he is yeah. an outstanding, he's an outstanding shot stopper that does not command his box as you would wish to. And if we ever did go up, you, you, you know, you, you you'd need to upgrade. You'd need to you'd need to upgrade, wouldn't you? Our corners were better tonight. We did a couple that hit the first defender, and and then and then then corners started to to improve. But you know, we are great at hitting the first defender, aren't we? But we were better offensively. Tonight we had certainly second half, half. We had more goes, more you know, more more raffle tickets, so you got more chance of the winning. So yeah, to summarise, we weren't great, but I think we did enough. Okay, so let's hope it was a stepping stone in the right direction. Let's hope certainly. it
4: was indeed certainly. certainly. All right, Greg. Well, thank you ever so much, sir. See you very soon, and have a very safe trip to uh, uh, to the wonderful place that is Sheffield.
0: This is Ronnie Rosenthal speaking, and you are listening to Do Not Scratch.
4: mm mm-hmm. uh, Carlos, sir, I mentioned, I mentioned uh, Sheffield because I know you're a big fan of the northern regions in general.
9: Um, well, I wouldn't go that far, Peter. I, I would say that they are uh, underprivileged, underfed and malnourished, a lot of them. Uh, but yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm also off to Sheffield to spread the, the word of the South and how wonderful we all are, which you know will go down like a treat, I'm sure, in the match day vlog.
4: This is excellent news. I'm very pleased with that. Yeah. Did Did you hear the the excellent call from uh, uh, from from Jimmy Pesto? The uh... You know, not just the two of them coming over, but next year, sounds like there might be mob. There's, handed. A, there's a few
9: of them coming, allegedly, <laughs> isn't there? I, I could be. Q. Definitely a business. Justin <laughs> has hit the nail on the head when we spoke. The <laughs> night. Now, I think there's money to be made out of this.
1: Ten percent, mate. Yeah, Ten percent booking fee. Just remember. <laughs> there he is. There
9: he is. That's I would the suggest everyone, of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes uh, podcast, Justin everyone. <laughs> I
4: would, I would suggest that most of the profits will be drunk on the night. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. fine. What do you, what did
9: you think of tonight, sir? Um. Should You know what? It was a it was a bizarre one for me. the The first start, I'll say this, and I, I myself and Hemel in the car on the way home, and I I was saying to Hemel I said, um, really good teams in this division, beat teams in the first half, they kill teams off, you know, get the job done. Burnley, Burnley being one of them, and the team that we face next week, and I think we should have finished West Brom off in the first half. I thought we were the better side. Uh, We came out in the second half, and they they'd gone from this really narrow, horrible. I don't even know what the formation was they were playing, but and then all of a sudden started playing this rather attractive football, which I think caught us on the hop a little bit. Um, so for me, I, I think we we had the opportunity in the first half to make it a little bit more comfortable. We didn't. We've really got away with one tonight. You know, it's a win, and I'm I'm over the moon about that. Um, has Ron been on yet? I'm interested to know because I, I, I've joined this. No, no, not, no, not, not, yet, yet. not yet. So I, I'd be interested to see if Ron's on this evening, calling for Slaven's head uh, tonight, because I think we saw a little bit of fight, determination. You know the stuff that we've we've lacked. You know in in previous games. So, for me, three points is three points, and and I'll say this, and this is a is, is a big point for me. If we're going to make a charge for the playoffs, if we're going to be a team that's going to make the playoffs, we have to do it now. I think Justin said this talking to mm-hmm. to the Sheffield United guys the other night. If we're going to do it, we need to do it now. We need to we need to to take that step forward. And tonight, I think we showed that. I think we showed a lot of fight, a lot of determination, and if we're going to go on and, and be in the playoffs, we've got to go up to Sheffield United and we've got to put a performance on. Right,
4: I'm going to take you out there, mate, because it's uh, it's a little bit all over the place. Let's go, let's go to uh, let's go to Ian, uh, let's go to Bedfordshire Hornets. That's right, Hornets from Bedfordshire. We like the sound of this. Ian, how you doing, sir? Uh, good evening. Well,
7: originally from Watford but now residing in Bedfordshire. Oh um, absolutely.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> um, but c- take taking the good word <laughs> to the parishioners of Mordor. Yeah. It's very well, good.
7: Well, you've had callers from um America and Australia. You now have a caller from Platform Eight at Watford Junction. So so there you go. <laughs> um if, if my tra- train of a bloody world turns up. But anyway, um, yeah, um a Watford win of four pints on a Monday night. It's it's not too shabby really, is it? <laughs> um, I, 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 I agree with um, lots of what's been said uh, Morris is my man of the match his best game in a Watford shirt by far and I think that was in part because he had Ken in front of him um, but I, th- I thought Morris was, was brilliant um, I agree with the comments as well about um, gel Pedro as captain but I think we've got our captain and Greg called it a couple of weeks ago Ryan Porteous, what a player he is! My word, he doesn't doesn't get um. Oh, here we go. He doesn't get flustered. He doesn't get in a panic. Um, best best defender we've had since Sebastian Prodal for me. Um, I, I think he's absolutely monumental, and he he's he's an absolute shoo-in to be the next long-term Watford captain. Um, but yeah, I agree with all the other comments. A bit of bit of a funny game, but the most important thing. Um, uh, was was the three points obviously and um go into um sheffield united quietly confident i have to say.
4: Very good, very, very, very good. Pleased with this. Ple- I'm, I'm very. Everybody seems to be quite on their uppers. I mean, I know it's been a long time since we've had a win, um, but and it was a strange, strange game. But what were your thoughts on Keenan Davis tonight? Because I think he's kind of splitting the room from what I can see on the on the social media. Some people are saying that he, he you know, he played he played well. He occupies the opposition, um, etc and that we lose something when he goes
7: off. Other people were,
4: found him a bit frustrating. What, what was your take on it?
7: Um, a bit of a halfway house, Peter. He's, he's inconsistent, isn't he? He's flashes of brilliance where he's chasing down and he's hustling the defenders and he's sort of getting in, in their backs. But then in other times, he doesn't look interested. And like, you can say the same facade. He frustrates the bloody hell out of me. Yes, he scored, scored a goal, but, you know... Put your foot in, get a booking, sir. So that's what I want him to do on on Saturday. Get a booking for raking his studs down the back of somebody's calf and letting him know that he's going to be running at them for the next, you know, sixty seventy minutes, whatever it is. But um, yeah, going back to what you said about Davis, just just um, just in inconsistency um, in in periods throughout a game, not just the season, but you know, as I say times tonight he he, he hassled there the defenders and he chased them down, but other times he he just. You know, he couldn't get his studs off the off the turf to jump for a ball.
4: Yeah, no, was one of those, was one of those. Final question then, Ian. What do you think, therefore? Taking three points and the the momentum and hopefully some of the confidence from that, as that's been missing for the last few weeks, into second in the table, Sheffield United. What are you thinking we're gonna be looking
7: at come Saturday? I don't think we can keep a clean sheet, but I think we'll do them three one. Ooh, I I like all this confidence. This is very,
4: very, very good. I like this very much indeed. But Ian, we hope that at some point, Platform Eight of Watford Junction gets an appropriate train for you, so that you can uh, you can get back on and get back to 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 Bedfordshire, land of the Hornets, as it's as it's commonly known. Let's see if Carl is now uh, is, is now actually back within speaking distance. Carlos, are you are you are you static?
9: Yes, I'm there. Hello.
4: Right, right. So uh, we were chatting a bit earlier on. You have Mr. Benjamin Bloom with you uh, today, yes. who has been the lucky talisman. He's been to five Watford home games. Uh, anybody who doesn't know Benjamin Bloom runs an excellent uh, YouTube channel, uh, you know, concentrating on the EFL but mainly the Championship, and he's very good. And he's, he's he's five for five in terms of turning up. Have you super glued him to the seat in the? Yes, recovery? I've
9: offered him my season ticket. I've offered him sexual favours I've offered him all sorts to, to stay as a as a Watford uh season ticket holder but unfortunately he's quite busy with his YouTube um career so uh but, but we, we selfish, yeah, selfish selfish selfish, yeah, selfish <laughs> but we did we did have a good conversation about his five and five he is our lucky charm um he I think he, he actually said to me at the end of game, he said I've never seen a second half quite like that he said it was absolute bonkers at times. There was just yeah. no disregard for any sort of form of formation or, you know, patterns of play or anything. It was just, um, it, w- it was gun-ho really in that second half. So yeah, um, I have offered him if we do make the playoffs uh, to come home and away and, ne- and if necessary, the final as well. I've really committed because I think, we, I think we need him on side guys because he is definitely our lucky charm. Very good. Very good. We like that. Uh, we like that. It sounds like you've got an indicator oh, have, you. I have pulled over because um, I've just dropped Hemel off and he lives in a shit area, which is why we cut out. So um <laughs> but can I can I just say something on Dan Batman, if I may. I, Far I, I. I know you mentioned him. Um and I think I can't remember if it was Greg someone would say he was a great shot stopper and, and, and so forth. I think Dan Batman's been really fortunate. In, in his career at Watford and, and the reason I say this is he, he joined at a time where Ben Foster was kind of more interested in being a YouTube st- well more than me being a YouTube star but he it, it just loved being on the internet and doing all the other things apart from goalkeeping and then uh, also what's happened is we've managed to sign a goalkeeper that doesn't like playing football by the sounds of it uh, in, a, in a Nigerian fellow so that I I think if we're going to be serious about Dan Batman in terms of us being um a, a top championship side or a top or a, a competitive Premier League side, he is definitely an area of concern for me. Um he made some great saves tonight. I, I give him that and I doff the cap, but my overall feeling of him is he he just doesn't quite tick the boxes for, a, for a, a solid goal. He's no Alec Chamberlain, shall we say. No. Alec yeah. Chamberlain. Assured,
4: calm demeanour yes. and a quality goalkeeper and probably, a, a, as goalkeepers go, a final rounder. He didn't really have many weaknesses shall we say i think the question with batman has always been about him dealing with you know high balls into the box from wide and that's kind of that's that's always been a bit problematic for him i think as a as a as as a goalkeeper in the championship i haven't seen many that are outstanding personally um so we we, we will see where we go but uh it was it was definitely kind of a, a mixed assortment thank you very much Carl. let us uh, let us let us uh wind our way Back out to uh, out, back out to the colonies, out to the states, back out to Virginia, indeed. And see Jack, Jack. If you uh, if you hit your mic button, sir, you can uh, you can come off of mute and and let us know first of all what your thoughts were of the game and how do you think your your blog uh, report is uh, is 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 starting to ramp up in your mind following the game.
10: Well, uh, your usage of the term colonies about is, is part of why I'm railing against <laughs> beans on toast.
4: Um, (laughs) well well done that's very uh, very good
10: (laughs) but um my brain is completely fried how does one even begin to describe this game Uh, i I think after after this space uh i'm gonna give gino a ring and demand that watford pay for my therapy and i would suggest the rest of you all do that (laughs) um
4: (laughs) a bit fried yeah definitely
10: yeah. Every time we go forward with the ball, I'm now starting to think, okay, how are we going to screw this up? And every time we manage to get a goal, I'm surprised. Ken Sema's first goal felt like an accident, um, even though it was a product of his hard work, credit to him. His second goal obviously was an accident with a wild deflection. And Sars' goal just kind of haphazardly went in i wasn't expecting it but you know every time we took the lead i was sitting there going okay when when's it going to happen we know it's going to happen the script writes itself and uh somehow by the end it did i think this is this is the first win that i've called in after so oh, yeah that's true well there's been been a
4: while isn't it i mean the thing is with the with for example uh ken's first goal you know the, the the ball being played into into Keenan Davis who got a swivel on but didn't quite get firm enough contact to to push it home i think i think a goal would do him a lot of good and it spills and as you say semmer's Sem there and he 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 finishes it high into the net which which is really pleasing but i think if i was going to respond to you here my my thoughts are the fact that we've played so many games where we've seemed to be trying to either score the perfect goal or play football without shooting on occasions. You know, we haven't we haven't had enough chances on goal. We've we've kind of counted these a number of times. Whereas today it felt for for, for all of the things that weren't quite right, and I think we all know that it was it was a bit of a balmy game, we put it in the mixer. We got it into the areas where things might kind of you know uh, fall, fall our way. And we did have a goal disallowed for offside. I no idea if it was or it wasn't. But again, the ball was in the right area and we had people in and around the box. And that in itself feels like a positive, even though I agree. I, I know exactly what you mean. It didn't feel like everything was kind of done to a plan, but getting that ball into those areas for a considerable amount of uh, of chances or time, or just to try to create panic at the back for, for West Brom, that surely felt a bit better today than than I don't know. Let's, let's go back to the Rotherham game, for example. Some some of those draws that we've had, did it feel and did it feel like it was a progression from those games?
10: Gosh, um, I suppose I, I spent a good chunk of this game. Uh, and I know Uncle Ron hasn't called in yet, but I'll start it. I spent a good chunk of this game wondering what Slavin Bilic does for a living because I don't think it's coach.
4: Uh, Because of the seeming Uh, lack of of pattern and play and decision-making that we've been discussing earlier.
10: I think a team that has a coach at its head doesn't fall asleep at the wheel after they score a goal. While there, you know, of course there were those positive stretches but there was always you know bits of sleepiness in between where we just kind of lollygagged around and it started to get worse and then came the equalizer and you know only then were we kicked back into gear and a a better coach would have a handle on that it's fair enough it's fair enough
4: and it also comes with the very pleasing word of lollygagged i like that very much in terms of in terms of you being frustrated you you think it's it's looked kind of fairly well non coached and, and and a little bit incoherent do you think the result can do something or do you think that it's it still comes back down to you know your position on on billich being well you don't see what he's doing do you think that it gives us any hope for saturday or do you think that's going to be a bridge too far the result uh,
10: i think i think does Give us hope, although what hope means for 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 a Watford fan, I'm not sure what hope means anymore. I think uh, as as a couple of others have mentioned, Joao being the captain is uh, is not the greatest role for him. I saw near the end of the game, he started to uh, he had a bit of a kerfuffle with one of the West Brom players and started to go after him and was yelling at him. And I just thought someone needs to calm him down. So like one of the senior players needs to step in and have him, you know, take a breath. And the fact that you have to say that about your captain is not great. The captain should be the calming force on on the team and be able to keep everybody in check. Yeah, yeah,
4: no, no, yeah. That's it. it can be, it, you know, the captain can be an exemplar in terms of effort moving forward, in terms of organisation. I, I, you know, I have no idea how how good uh, uh, Yao Pedro's language skills are because sometimes you think it's a very communicative role. Sometimes it's it's literally by demonstrating how you're playing that that you kind of lead by example. I, I'm not sure he's necessarily the you know the kind of the organisation or the the representative of the of the manager on the pitch so to speak the, the the natural the the more natural places either in central midfield or even better still center back where you can see the play you can see the whole pitch and you can organize and i think that particular piece is why people are, are possibly thinking of porteous more as 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 the more natural captain is that reasonable
10: i i would go for porteous maybe a little bit down the line i think chowdhury would be the ideal um, Candidate at the moment. He's been here for, if uh, I think the whole season, and um, you know has the trust and respect of the guys. And uh you know it would have that vision of the whole field and be able to orchestrate everything.
8: very
4: good, very good. Well that that'd be interesting. That would be interesting to see about having maybe a lone player as captain. Jack, thank you very much, sir. We look forward to uh, to seeing uh, seeing your 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 blog if you get that uh, if you can get that done, that would be fantastic, and we'll get that up on the website for everybody to go and have a look at. In the meantime, let's go and have a quick chat with Gary. Gary, sir, if you hit your mic button, there you go. Yeah. Good evening, good evening. Just one thing, good. nothing wrong with Pedro's
5: communication, because um, when he was taken out in the second half and Jed Wallace came over and picked him up, um, he went after Jed, Poll- Jed Wallace, telling him what he could go and do with himself several times, so absolutely nothing wrong with Pedro's communication. <laughs>
4: there you go. I did say I didn't know. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> to hear that you can tell Jed Wallace where to go. A couple of points I've got. Backman, yeah, I get what people have said. I mean,
5: Justin said, yeah, he parried a couple away a couple of good saves but I think we'd have to upgrade him if we're really going to be serious at some point whether it's next season in the championship or we go up I just don't think he's good enough he really isn't Mario Gaspar for me I thought he was brilliant tonight certainly in the first half he was more of a threat than Sarr a little bit quieter in the second half but I thought he played very well and I've got a stat for you Peter and I know we all know how much you love a stat (laughs) Oh, I'm 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 drumming the desk in the excitement. It, Go it on. Sort of goes on from something from what Cole said. Cole said about good teams finish people off in the first half. Well, there's a graphic that came up on Sky that Turman said Watford have had 45 extremely good clear cut chances this season, and that is we are second in the league for very good clear cut chances, and we've not put them away. And it, it's it, it, it's just when Cole said about you know, um, we should have finished teams off in the first half. I suddenly remember they put that graphic up, and yeah, I completely agree with it. We, we we've seen it, you know, get into a good area, we kick it over the bar, we kick it, you know, we just don't finish teams off. But I thought tonight, yeah, there was a few dodgy from both sides in defence. But I don't know whether anybody else picks it up on Sky. You in the first half certainly you could hear Porteous screaming at Wesley. I can't say his surname. <laughs> you could hear him screaming at Wesley, you know, over here come back get closer. You know, look look at him keep an eye on him. You could hear him even though it wasn't on camera, you could hear him shouting at Wesley to sort of get into certain positions. So I think he's going to be our net captain probably next season but he will be our next captain with um,
4: Portius. Uh, he he seems and feels like the natural Kind of air apparent, most certainly. Um, it, but but the thing is, is that continental managers, and I'm including Slaven as Croatian in that respect, often look at man, uh, look at captains as a. More kind of ceremonial role. It's almost who's been here the longest, or in Italy, it's who's the oldest player on the pitch, or, or it used to be. Certainly, I'm, I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's been kind of honed a little bit more now. But oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, that uh, that Yao's Yao's English basically <laughs> begins with telling, uh, t- telling Jed Wallace where to get off when that sort of thing happens, and uh, he he's got that edge that uh, that Jack mentioned there that. If you're not the captain it's almost kind of it, it's playing with a little bit of aggression it's playing up to the line which Yao kind of needs I think giving him the captaincy in some ways kind of doesn't necessarily help him. Do what he naturally needs to do, which is get on the ball and create, get the ball in areas, and get himself into areas where you know he can be most effective and most destructive towards the opposition. I'm not sure having the captain's armband is necessarily the uh, the, the 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 best use of. Uh, the best use of the boy, but uh, we shall see, we shall see. Thank you, Gary, as ever. Wonderful stuff, and you know how much I like a stat. Very, very good indeed. We're going to go to Vinny, we're going to go across to Dallas, and then we're going to come to James, uh, and then we'll be with Alex, Jason, and then John. So, Vinny, sir, how's Dallas? Uh, it's very nice in Dallas right now, actually. It's like 80 Fahrenheit. Oh, it's it, it, it got very cold tonight. I was... Uh, I was I was definitely feeling the nip and the goal. I didn't like it very much at all. 80 sounds much nicer. What did it what did it look like on the on, on the TV for you sir?
6: Uh it
4: was it was just like really weird that Ken Sema own goal. I was like in like a group chat and they're like did that goal even count cuz I guess like you guys at the at the game were like I don't know, the reaction wasn't really what I guess expected for a game winning goal,
10: which is fair cuz it was a banana land deflection. But yeah, that and then I don't, I don't really understand what people in here are saying. Like, oh, Jao's not fit
4: for captain or whatever. Like, is it just because he's Brazilian or something? Like, I'm no, no, no. I'm just, I'm really confused. (laughs) No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It's, I mean, it might be, it might be a, a a typically British thing, or it might just be a my perception of captains is that if if you're the forward and you're you're there there aren't that many forwards who've been captain because you don't naturally see the play you don't necessarily you know and your game comes down to doing something creative rather than something physical or strong or running yeah. hard or or winning and battling and there, and therefore certainly in british football should we say the the the, the mainstream captains have been people like you know, a Tony Adams is, is is your kind of stereotypical one. people who've, who've led from the back. Not always the case. Often it's going to be a midfield. And I'm sure people can think of other examples where where other people have been have been good captains. What I mean about Yao Pedro is um, I was going I was gonna make a cricket reference, but that wouldn't make any sense at all. That sometimes it gives you something else that you've got to concentrate on and at the moment the team is already fully dependent on Yao Pedro going and producing and doing what he does giving him something else to have to worry about, it's nothing nothing to do with his character or any failings on his part, it's almost more I want somebody to be doing the organisation because I want Yao up the end end, trying to open up and create things, he's got to go and take risks what we're asking him to do is highly technical and therefore it has a failure rate which is greater than a centre-back who should be getting the ball and passing it you know kind of nice and even easily that means mm-hmm. that when we can see possession when the ball is in transition from us to them and they go and break on us he's in no position to be able to shout the odds about defending and what we're going to be organizing and how we're doing things because he's still up you know he might still be on on the floor up up the top so that that's yeah. my own personal thoughts and it, it can be absolutely disagree with by anybody absolutely legitimately it's it's by no means any any de facto uh, position on anything it's just what I like to see is somebody who can naturally see the game and the shape of the team and that's normally why I prefer to see somebody a little bit further back uh potentially you know kind of be, being captain and why it's I think it's hard for forwards and especially Yao as a kind of a attacking midfield player to be able to do that role does that does any of that make any sense at all yeah 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 that all that all makes sense